Welcome to the Fight Shed Podcast, a podcast that recaps the best of both MMA and boxing events of the past weekend and previews the biggest combat sports events for the next week. Thank you for listening and supporting the Fight Shed Podcast. I'm Daniel, and as always, my co-host, Alan Kirk. Hello, hello. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm still uh, alive in my fantasy football uh, leagues. So you're almost uh, you're you're getting towards the championship. You're in the playoffs. You're deep in it. Are you in the yeah, semifinals? Semifinals. Now? Look at all you. four leagues. If you win, what? How much money do you get? How many thousands of dollars? Thousands do you get? of dollars. Uh, one league I think is seven hundred for first. Dang, for real? <laughs> I was just kidding about that. <laughs> the other league is six ninety. That's good. I get a trophy in each one. I've never done that. Been a double champ. And you rather have a trophy or money? Money. Yeah. I guess so. But the trophy's cool, too. The trophy's because cool. for me, when I win it, I, I take a picture of it everywhere during the year and send it to all the other people. Oh, yeah. So, you know, sometimes I'll rights. shower with it. Bra- sometimes oh. I, I may you're, take you're it like, to dinner. Um, you know. Those crazy stories of um, the Stanley Cup running around. That's me. All around the world in different places. Like being found at the bottom yes. of a pool. Um, just so many different things. Because I think you get a week with the Stanley Cup, don't you? You get a day. A day? I, I thought, thought twenty four hours. You okay. get twenty four hours. Oh well, a week would have been yeah. would be terrible. Twenty four hours. Yeah, twenty four hours. Um, well, good. Congratulations. Yeah. And, you know who's who's your starting quarterback right now? Jared Golf from Detroit Lions. Dang. And okay. he crushed it last week because they scored sixty three points. But at the beginning of the season, I had Kirk Cousins. He got hurt. Yeah, that's true. And Kirk Cousins is always a good bet. He was great. Anthony Richardson got yeah. hurt. Yeah, I, I all my players just keep getting hurt. It was a, it's a crazy season in in the NFL anyway. But yeah, 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 definitely. So how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Uh, you know, we got to watch a lot of combat action. Combat action. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get into yeah. this since we got a couple of fights to to go into. I just want to introduce to two of our greatest supersizing supersize friends. What do you mean supersize? Supersizing <laughs> this podcast. Oh yeah, supersizing. Yeah, yeah right. Supersizing. I was like, I thought I gained a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you t- are you talking to me? Are you looking at me? We're like wow. the super friends. Why are you looking at me? Was it like Justice Lee here? We got we got two <laughs> guests uh, um, on our show. Um, two of the three. Well, actually, now it's uh, the Bike with House podcast guys yes. are here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. the other podcast go. that I'm a part of. Um, but yeah, Mr. Eric Rocha. Here we are. And Mr. Chino Dina. What up, what up? And so you you recognize his voice. He's been on the show a couple yeah. of times, and uh, he's he's a really big official now, though, of combat sports. Um, Mr. Roach is kind of more of a ballerina kind of guy. Ah, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he, knows, uh, he knows just enough. I just like uh, I just go with like what the girls do. You know, just pick whoever's the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got there the tightest go. butt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who's got muscles. the tightest leg lock? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. Tightest uh, guillotine. That's right. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, yeah, appreciate y'all joining us on the Fight Shed Podcast. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, now, first off, we're going to recap our boxing events. We're going to recap this past weekend's boxing event, Jesse Bam Rodriguez versus Sonny Edwards in a flyweight division clash live from Glendale, Arizona, this past Saturday. Two undefeated fighters looking to unify the this division. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now. Say it. Fight of the year for me. It for was. boxing. Wasn't it? Fight of the year. This is crazy. Sonny Edwards. Now, Sonny Edwards was going to be a lot of problem for Bam Rodriguez because he's a volume. He will stand with you. Bam Rodriguez is more finesse, you know, more using his um, skill, more power later on in the rounds to knock you out. Both come in undefeated. You know, one's a champion. I think Sonny Edwards was a champion. Yep. Uh, Jesse Rodriguez, also a champion yep. in a different, uh, different promotion. Five-star fight here. 
Edwards didn't have the skill or the speed advantage, but he did not hesitate in going against Rodriguez standing in front of him against those heavy heavy bunches. He had, I think he he was compromised the second round probably with that eye. Yeah. Um, Jesse Rodriguez just really landed that jab just multiple times, getting those uh, getting really good sticks onto that onto his eye. And making it swell up. And again, Sonny Edwards, of course, no excuses. He continued fighting throughout the the fight with his head down and going straight forward with it against uh, Jesse. He kept hanging in the pocket. He kept exchanging despite the significant damage to his face. I mean, he said, "Look, I'm I'm going to go out on my my sword." Yeah, that's right. In the in the sixth round, we do have a knockdown where Jesse Rodriguez does um, get. Sonny Edwards to the ground. Edwards gets back up and makes it to the bell. And um, seventh round is about to come up. And, man, do you think his uh, corner did the right thing? I absolutely do. Oh, me too. I mean, did you see that cut on the other side of the eye? Terrible. On the other eye? A terrible cut. It was cut. terrible. But Sonny Edwards was ready to go back in there again. Bam Rodriguez from San Antonio, Texas. Now is a two, what, two? Two, div- two uh, uh, belt. Two belt holder now. Yes. He's 19-0 now, unified the belts. He's got the IBF and WBO belt right now. A name that was thrown out repeatedly for him next is Juan Francisco Estrada. And that's moving up to another weight class, I believe. It is. Um, so that means lose, maybe relinquishing his belts. I don't know. I would like to hit him stick around and maybe unify. I think we, we, we are in the era of unification. That's right. And so I want him to stay in this flyweight division. So do I. And, and uh, get those other titles. Yeah, and, and look – Edwards is is definitely got a bright future for him. He didn't obviously uh, didn't fare well in this one, but that's okay. He'll come back stronger. What do you think is next for Sonny Edwards? You think he stays in that division? He'll stay in that division. He'll probably fight for another uh, belt. He'll probably end up winning it. He's just a too good of a he's, fighter. He's such a beast. I yeah. mean, I can't. And it, gracious in defeat, also. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Also, he was very uh, much so. Yeah, well, that wraps things up for Boxing Recap. I mean, we had one, just really one match. This um, We did have a Friday night match. We, oh, you know what? You are right. We Did, did you watch huge, that? I actually did watch it. I did, too. So let's go ahead and recap the one, probably the biggest match, your favorite fighter, my, my favorite, favorite fighter. That's right. Everyone's um, favorite fighting, fighter. Friday night, Jake Paul versus Andre Arthur, uh, right? Andre yeah. Arthur. Andre Arthur. Yes. So, I mean, I thought it was So be do box. we think all these – Knockouts are fake, like they're. You know what? At first, I didn't think so, but then I watched this fight, and I was like, "Hmm, this is interesting." With an I, uppercut, I've never seen anybody get knocked out with an uppercut. I mean, I've only seen Francis Ngannou knock someone out with an uppercut, but well, you understand, yeah, yeah right? I understand that one. I don't see, but with the yeah, I didn't see. I I early on was always going, "Well, that doesn't." Ty, Tyler Woodley just gets knocked out like that. It doesn't make any sense. So I've already been skeptical uh, of his fights. Me too. This particular fight, I, I saw it several times, or the thing, and sometimes I look at it and go, yeah, it's probably good. The guy's not very good, the, his opponent. Then other times I'm looking at that uh, replay and I'm like, who gets hit with an uppercut and gets knocked clean, clean out? out? Yeah. I mean, from the start, you could tell that uh, Arthur was, was a deer in the headlights. He wasn't ready for he the was. big the lights, I guess, and – wasn't ready for what was going to happen. Um, Jake Paul, I think he handpicked him for a reason, I'm sure. He did. He gets a first-round knockout. I mean, like two minutes into the fight, first-round knockout with the uppercut. Yes. And um, man, I, there's something that I didn't like about it. So, and I don't know. I can't put my hand on it. It doesn't sit right, though. So it is Andre right. Arthur that bad, or is Tommy Fury that good? Oh, you mean uh, 
Oh, Tommy Fury because yeah. of the last because he drew because he, he went to a decision. Well, I think Tommy Fury is okay. Is he better he's than? A, I mean, Andre he's got Arden. the name. He's got yeah. He's got the pedigree right of the Fury family, but um, I'm sure he's better than Arthur. Arthur, yes, but I think his record showed because I think he was like ten and three or something, something like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. And um, but. I mean, Jake Paul is he is he good? Is do you think he's good? Well, I wonder because every big name that he, he fights, Nate Diaz, uh, uh-huh. who else? Uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah, the big names aren't gonna say you're gonna knock me out. Other right. than what's his name, Tyron Woodley, that I think he took a big payday. Or Ben Askren. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they took a big yeah. big payday at the end. And okay, you can knock me out. They didn't give a fuck. But I think the ones that have prestige behind their name, like Silva and even J- uh, what's his name, uh, Diaz, mm-hmm. were like, "No, you're not gonna knock me out. I'm not gonna fake. I'm not gonna let out. you knock me out. Yeah. But but we, you can win. Yeah, yeah I yeah. could see. I, I I'm right there with you. I could see where an Andre Arthur is willing to take a dive. He needs the money, right? Right. Anderson Silva and Tommy Fury don't need to take a dive, and they're not gonna let have that blemish on there that Jake Paul knocked them out. Exactly. So you're probably right. I think that there's probably a little bit of both. I think that there is some. I'm gonna take one for the team, and then the other ones are like, "No, we're fighting." Hmm. Yeah, you know. So, what do you think's next for him? Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Mm-hmm. He's heading to Paris for for the 2024 uh, Olympics. 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 Oh, he's gonna be in the Olympics. No, yeah. but he's gonna go train <laughs> with, with all with the, the Olympians. Olympians. Uh, this uh, he's partnered. He said with the boxing U.S. Boxing Federation. Okay, and he's gonna go work out with them. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever you know? that means. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is another fight for him though? Um, man, I don't know. I mean, because then you're like, okay, should he go into those rank names? You know, go into the rank names, or does he stay an exhibition fighter? No, man. Yeah, does he go into the PFL? I think you need to start going into rank. I think I I agree with you because at one point, man. Okay, you're fighting all these non-boxers exhibition fights. (laughs) When do you claim yourself as a real fighter, a real boxer? Let's call it that. Right. You got to. You have to, man. Go back and fight Fury. Go or, back, yeah. or something. Get or a something. rematch there. Yeah. Or, or yeah, somebody somebody in that division. He looks huge. I mean. He I looked really big. Like, I think he's, this is the biggest I've seen him Yeah, he while. looks huge. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what division he would fight in. I mean, do we know what division he was fighting I in? I don't. I do I don't not either. Um, but I just don't know if there's a name out there big enough to fight him and give him a make him get that respect. You know what I mean? There's really not a name other than no. there's stepping stones, right? Yeah. Maybe go through the circuit and see what happens, you know, or or I don't know. I don't know what's next for him cuz we don't know do we want him as serious fighter or do we want him as a just a regular regular boxer or but, just a regular uh, entertainer? Okay, but what would you do? If that was you. Would you be want to be considered a true boxer? I would. I mean, but is his head big enough that he's already thinks he is a bo- boxer? Well, th- that's my point. If he thinks that, then let's get him in Here, a real Here's fight. what I think. <laughs> I think Jake Paul thinks he when he looks in the mirror he's a boxer, and I think the smarter people around him is telling him he's not. And <laughs> going, "Listen. Yes. Yeah, sure. This train is going down this track. And if you want to continue to make that money and make these crazy stops of you know, Anderson Silva, hey, I'm on that train with you. But the minute you decide you want to fight somebody that's in a division with you, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I that so train's going to derail, and you're going to be done with that money. Figure something else out. Because as soon as he fights a true yeah. boxer, yeah. Yeah. he ranked, gets exposed. He that's gets exactly exposed. Right. I think he's done. And he knows it. Yeah. All right. Well, that wrap, that wraps up our unboxing recap. Now on to this week's huge, huge 
How huge is it? Like I ha- have been racking my ba- brain. Have you seen a bigger card never, never ever in, my life. in boxing? Never in my life. But that's what oil money gets you, right? I guess so. It's crazy. I mean, they they got the the man that beat Canelo Alvarez. He's third in line. Like he's not even co-main. He, he's event. third in line. He's like he, I don't think I could put a bigger card together at this point. I, the only name I, I would say is Tyson Fury, but other than that, other than there's that, not really. Are, yeah. You've got them all. You've and, literally and the lined division, them all up. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and um, start off with our big max boxing match this next weekend on December 23rd, live from the Kingdom Arena in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Kicking off our preview, we do have Dimitri Brivo versus London Arthur in a light, light heavyweight division clash. This is at 175 pounds, and Arthur Bedeviv and Dimitri Brivo is our current champions. This is for the WBA title. Now, Dimitri Bevel is 32 years old, 21-0 and 0 with 11 KOs. He is currently ranked first in this division. His last fight was a win by decision, November of last year, and he debuted in 2014. Now, landing King Arthur Arthur is 32 years old, 23-1 and 1 with 16 KOs. He is currently ranked 13th in this division. His last fight was a win by KO in the 10th round, September of this year, and he debuted in 2016. Now, Bevel is a minus 4,000. And Arthur is a plus eight fifty. Dimitri Rivo is from Russia. He stands at six one with and fights out of the orthodox fight stance with a fifty two percent knockout rate. Notable wins come against Gilberto Ramirez, Saul Alvarez, and Joe Smith Jr. London London Arthur is from United the United Kingdom. He stands at six two and fights out of the orthodox fight stance with a sixty nine percent knockout rate. Notable wins come against Brian Brian Suarez. Boris Creighton and Joel Mike McIntyre. Notable losses come against Anthony Yard. Um, who's London Arthur? I don't know who it is. Do you? Wait, I mean, I don't. Is he even ranked in the top ten? The only Arthur I know is from Excalibur. That's the <laughs> well, only thing well, he I is know. King Arthur, right? And he is King Arthur. But yeah. other than that. I don't know who the guy so is. So I guess Beevil said, I guess they gave me enough money. I'm going to go ahead and just fight this guy and then prepare for Canelo in, this, in May. Minus 4,000. I don't 4, think 000. I've ever seen that. That's crazy. Put That's, a dollar Put that, a dollar on on the other guy. And you're going to owe if he lose like $400. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is got crazy. It's crazy. Um, but well, listen, we all know who's going to win this. Uh, yeah. I mean. It's the Canelo killer. But how Beevil. is he going to win? By decision. I'm also picking him by decision. Yes. What do you think? I'll go with the knockout. A knockout. What yeah. round? Uh, shit. Ninth round. Okay. Let's go ninth. And uh, Mr. Easy, Easy, I know we got boxing. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dimitri Bevo. He I'm fought going, Canelo. Um, B. B. <laughs> for for Bevo. Right. B oh, for yeah. Bevo. Yeah, that's it. it. That's all I he, know. Because he's, he, he's eighth, a monster, man. No, he's, he's huge. He's huge and... He, like they said, he hasn't lost a round in the past, uh, what, eight fights, I think? I said? believe so, yeah. That's so right. He's he's killing people, man. He's actually doing really good, so I, I'm taking him. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead by decision also um, for this match. But this is not even the co-main event. This Let's just go ahead and jump into the co-main event where we have Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker Jr. Again, this is in the heavyweight division class. 200-plus pounds, Alexander Usyk, Tyson Fury, Zhang Zing is some of our other current champions. Now, Deontay, the bronze bomber, Wilder, is 38 years old, 43-2-1 with 42 KOs. He is currently ranked 
third in this division. His last fight was a win by KO in the first round, October of last year, and he debuted in 2008. Now, Joseph Parker is 31 years old. 33-3 and three with 23 KOs. He is currently ranked 12th in this division. His last fight was a win by KO in the third round, October of this year, and he debuted in 2012. Now, Wilder is a minus 600, and Parker is a plus 350. Deontay Wilder is from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He stands at 6'7", with an 83-inch reach, and fights out of the orthodox fight stance. He now has a 97% knockout rate, with notable wins against Robert Hellenius, Luis Ortiz, and Dominic Brazil. Notable losses come against Tyson Fury. Joseph Parker is from New Zealand. He stands at 6'4", with a 76-inch reach, and fights out of the orthodox fight stance. He now has a 69% knockout rate, with notable wins against Simon Keane, Jack Massey, and Derek Chisora. Notable losses come against Joe Joyce. Deontay Wilder is the co-main event. Co-main event, yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah. Now, I mean, are you concerned with Deontay Wilder? This is this is like first time he's fought in over maybe a year, probably. I'm co- I'm maybe concerned with with the main the event and the co-main event fighter favorites. I'm yes. Where are their heads at? I don't I don't know. So you who do you think is winning? I'm gonna go with Wilder. I I think that he he's kind of in a uh, must win mm-hmm. because this lines him up for some huge fights in the next year if he wins this. So I'm gonna take him by KO in the fourth round. All right, Mr. Chino. I'm going with, uh, of course, Wilder. Six-round knockout. All right. And uh, Mr. Easy? I'm going to go A. A? Yeah, I don't need to explain it. A. You want fighter A. Okay, I got you. Deontay Wilder. Let's go, baby. Yes. (laughs) And I'll also go with Deontay Wilder. He has... he has dynamite in those hands, and I think he's going to get a six-round knockout. So two six-rounds yeah. and a fourth round. All right. I, I, I just hope he wins just because, man, I really want to see him and Joshua. And that's what I think we're going after yes. this this right here. Yes. And sometime this spring, we'll have them. I, it kind of sucked that he didn't uh, take the fight or Reese didn't take the fight with him. Man. I, I Reese, yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. I want to see. And that, that's another name. Where is he? What's he going to do? They, they said they took him out of the uh, – the rankings and took him out of the whole boxing. So uh, I'm like, yeah, because he's probably inactive. That's yeah, one reason. Next up is the main event of the evening: Anthony Joshua versus Otto Wileen in a heavyweight division clash. This is also at 200 plus pounds. Alexander Usyk, Tyson Fury, and Zhang Zing are our other champions. Anthony AJ Joshua is 34 years old, 26 and three with 23 KOs. He is currently ranked second in this division. His last fight was a win by KO in the seventh round, August of this year, and he debuted in 2013. Now, Otto Whalen is 33 years old, 26-1 and one with 14 KOs. He is currently ranked fifth in this division. His last fight was a win by split decision September of this year, and he debuted in 2013. Now, Joshua is a minus 400, and Ottawa is a plus 255. Anthony Joshua is from the United Kingdom. He stands at 6'6", with an 82-inch reach, and fights out of the orthodox fight stance. He now has an 80, 88% knockout rate, with notable wins against Robert Hellenius, Jermaine Franklin Jr., and Kubrat Poliv. Notable losses come against Alexander Usyk and Andy Ruiz. Otto Wileen is from Sweden. He stands at 6'5", with a 78-inch reach, and fights out of the southpaw fight stance. He now has a 53% knockout rate, with notable gain... No- with notable wins against Murat Gossiev, Juliam Olging, and Rydell Booker. Notable losses come against Tyson Fury. Must win for Joshua. I mean, if he loses this, around, if he win. loses this, he he fades. He fades into the distance of the heavyweight division for me. 
I think so too. I think he, this becomes um, a do or die, right? This is um, this is if he does not win against Otto Weilin, there's no way anyone else would fight him. No, no other boxer would fight him. He becomes a sideshow. That's right. You know. So who do you think is winning this fight, Mr. Chino? I'm going with Joshua. I'm going. It's going to go full by decision. By decision. Unanimous. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about you, Mr. Easy? I am also going to go Joshua. I know a little bit about him. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So I think this one might also go to the 12th round. 12th round. Awesome. And I'm also going to go with Anthony Joshua by decision. By decision. Okay, well, apparently I believe in uh, Joshua a little bit more. I will take him by KO in the fifth. Damn. I mean, that's that's all power. It should happen, right? I mean, that's that's The that's old what he Joshua needs. would do it, right? Yeah, I don't know. Joshua. You think the old Joshua? He, he used was to he fight. knocking people out? He, he was, was knocking people out. I mean, but, but he was fighting but, before before Reese. He was fighting just crazy, and that's where Reese came and exposed him. And then he went back to the drawing board yeah. and showed, "Hey, man, I need to learn yeah. te- uh, technical boxing." And that's where how you beat Reese that, that second time. Now I know we said that these are the three f- main fights that we recap or we previewed in this uh, fight card on Saturday, December twenty third. Are there They're any other fight- names? Hey, there's other names. We have uh, let's just say that we know you, of. We want to have know you heard you of know. Uh, Jai Obatai? He's a champion. I don't I, know we've heard of him. Guy. He's the ring uh, champion. He fights Ellis Zorro. Um, then we have Daniel Dubois. We know that guy against Big Baby Miller. Ooh, Gerald Big Baby Miller. Yep. Um, Philip Hargrave. Hargrave. Yep. He's mm-hmm. fighting on this card. And also Frank Sanchez versus Junior Fall. Wow. This whole card up and down. Whole card. I mean This is a pay per view worthy of buying, really to be honest with you. You know, we've seen some inflated uh prices on pay per view and I'm like, I'm not willing to pay for it. So after that Saturday, the huge Saturday card, we have some Thursday night box or well, Thursday Tuesday. morning. Tuesday night box uh Tuesday morning boxing yes. for you. And it's since it's what, the day after Christmas, you're probably off. You probably will, will try to catch this fight. I'm hoping because we the only person we know that, that is relevant on Tuesday is this guy. Yeah, So and this guy that we're talking about is Noya Inouye, the monster Inouye, versus Marlon Topless, live from the Arike Arena in Tokyo, Japan, December 26th um, in a super bantamweight clash. This is at 122 pounds anyway, and Topolis are your current champions in this division. Now, this is for the IBF, WBO, WBA, WBC, and the ring belt. Anyway, the monster is 30, 30 years old, 25-0 and 0 with 22 KOs. He's currently ranked first in this division. His last fight was a win by TKO in the eighth round, July of this year, and he debuted in 2012. Now, Marlon Nightmare Tapolis is 31 years old, 37-3 and three with 19 KOs, currently ranked fifth in this division. His last fight was a win by split decision April of this year, and he, he debuted in 2008. Now, anyway, is a minus 1,700, and Tapolis is a plus 690. Noya Inoue is from Japan. He stands at 5'5 with a 67-inch reach and fights out of the orthodox fight stance. He now has an 88% knockout rate with notable wins with notable wins against Stephen Fulton, Paul Butler, and Nonito Denaire. Marlon Tapolis is from the Philippines. He stands at 5'4 with a 65-inch reach and fights out of the southpaw fight stance. He now has a 51% knockout rate with notable wins against Morjeron Akhmedilev, Jose Estrella, and Eden Sonson. Notable losses come against Roy Soki Iwasa, David Sanchez and Brix Roy. 
the monster, probably a lot of people is pound for pound. The champion, best. The best in the world. That's right. And he fights on Tuesday. Fights I hate only on that Tuesdays. he does it. And it's early in the morning, so people just don't get to see his greatness. And that's why I hate he, it. Yeah, and, that, and that's probably why he's probably not the notable name that he should be in everybody's household. Should be. He's crushing every division he goes into. Yeah, with unified every man champion that shows up. The, the and now he's almost going to be unified champion in this this, in this weight class because the the winner is unified. And he literally will drop the belts and go. He's through been next. here. Yeah, he's been here less than a year. He'll drop the belts and head net, head up. Head up. It's crazy. So who do you think is going to win? It's going to be the monster, and I'm gonna say he's going to KO in the seventh round. Mr. Chino, are you familiar with uh, the monster? Yeah, anyway? I, I give I'll take him as a winner, but I'm going fourth round. Fourth out. Okay. okay. And uh, Mr. Easy. I just saw some highlights on YouTube. Okay. Yay. So uh, I'm just kind of going with what's going on here. I'm going to go ninth round. Okay. Okay. Ninth round. Love yeah. it. Yeah. There you, you go. You did it's some a research. It's a what? It's a comp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Knockouts and stuff like that. Yeah, he's a bad a man. Lot, dude. That's what I'm going to go with. He's a beast. With. Yeah. He's a beast. Um, he's not a beast. He's a monster. He's a monster. And I am going with the monster by TKO in the fifth round. Okay. But on Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Mm. After Christmas. Yes. Huh. I don't know. I don't know if that's something I'll catch live. I don't either. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, that brings us to our boxing news and notes. So as we were talking about, Frank Warling has said Joshua Wilder, Joshua and Wilder uh, in a massive fight, but they got to deliver in Saudi. So do you guys... I know we kind of talked about it, but do you think they're both going to deliver, and do you think it's going to be a great, great performance? Yeah. They, ha- they have to deliver, right? Because they're probably the next two people that are going to fight each other. Right. If they don't deliver, who's going to buy that pay-per-view, right? No uh, one. Are we going to are we going to say, okay, winner, loser of the their fight retires? Who's going to look better, Joshua or Wilder? I mean, I, I, if it was a, a hard fight and they went decision, I'll still watch more fights for them. If it was, you know, a combat. Now, if one side, if it's one sided, man, one of them has to retire. That's what I would assume. I think the thing is that um, there's a lot more on the line for Joshua than Wilder, right? There is. Wilder's right. loss against is is Fury only. That's right. Right, and everyone else has lost against Fury. Right. Yeah, but but you got to think that with Wilder, the time is ticking. He's thirty-eight. Oh yeah, no, and that's true. You that are is right. really true, right there. Where, where even while, what's his name, Joshua loses, he still has he's a couple got, a year to come back. Yeah, yeah. But I think that what Alan said a little earlier, if Joshua loses, he does kind of fade out into the sunset. Yeah, he, kind of, he, he does, does right? Out. Because then, because he he flipped out against Alexander Usyk, Usyk, right? He flipped out. I mean, after the fight, he was hugging everyone, getting mad, fighting, trying to fight other yeah. people. Like this is not the Anthony Joshua we know. And now he's 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 fought two fights since, and he's got I think a decision win or knockout wins in both, but now it's it's against someone that we know right that's a, a, a bigger fighter, um, main stage, you know in front of the world Saudi Arabia puts on a show. Did you fight? Did you watch the other fight in Saudi Arabia with um well with Ngannou and Fury? Yeah, yes, yes. Did you see the spectacle they put yes. on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, all out. Well, and here's the thing. Wilder's fight, in my opinion, he's fighting a tougher opponent in Parker than Joshua's fighting in Whalen. It's the other way around, isn't it? No, Joshua's fighting Whalen. Okay. Right? Waleen, yeah, you're right. Okay, I misunderstood you. You're right. What I'm saying is Wilder's opponent's just tougher. It's tougher, yes. yes. Joseph Joseph Parker is a formidable opponent. Yeah. So, 
Joshua better come out and he better do some damage. He better if he he needs to knock that guy out. In my opinion. Well, I know we're wrapping things up for the year in boxing. I mean, is there any boxing matches or boxing incidents or anything that came up in 2023 that surprised you? That didn't surprise you? That um, that you were like that just caught you off guard or anything that stands out for the year? Terrence, Terrence Crawford dismantling Spence Jr. You know what? That's a really, really good one. I, I like I that did, one. You know, because me and you have been back and forth on who's better, Crawford or Spence Jr., and you have touted Spence Jr. since we started this podcast. So to see him get dismantled like that was kind of shocking. Chino, do you have anything that stands out for you? No, not right. Not on top of my head on that. I think, too, um, one standout was, um, didn't we see Canelo get outclassed by Bevo this year? No, it was, was it this last year. year? That was mm. last year. Okay. Well, then the other thing was Javon, uh, Shakur Stevenson not showing up for yes. his fight. Yes, that was shocking. I think leaving a lot of money on the table for and a lot of doubt because – Everyone he, before that he was talking up a storm, saying I'm the best, whatever, whatever. But now nobody wants to fight him after his performance against a relatively no name. No yeah. name. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I was that that was very shocking to, to see Stevens, who has declared himself the best boxer in the world, just put on this lackluster performance and only have what a total of forty. Uh, strikes in the whole uh, yeah whole match. I think they they set up uh, some kind of a record. record. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. The other one that was really interesting was Tank Davis demolishing Ryan Garcia this year. Like I, I, I didn't see where Ryan Garcia would would be that under, I guess, underskilled, undermatched, know, under, um, under, or under, overmatched. Yeah, yeah, but wasn't that because he had broken rib? Someone said a lot of Someone people were saying that. that he did. That's why he was he wasn't covering up so high that the, that's why he, he was, was covering his rib. And that's where Javante Davis came up with that. Well they, well, they said, well, you know, of course, we will never know, but they said uh, Ryan Garcia's corner, somebody in his camp yeah, leaked, leaked mm-hmm. the information that his rib yeah. was broken. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not surprised there's probably leaks in his in Ryan Garcia's camp. Yeah. And I think, lastly, I think we were all shocked that an MMA fighter could finally stand with a boxer and take a boxing match to a decision and almost win it. Some people argue he did win it. Yeah, some uh, even or to draw at least, right? Yeah. Have a draw with Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury. Yeah, that was a big fight for, of the year. One of the bigger, f- yeah. notable fights. Um, yeah, and just proved a lot of people, a lot of naysayers wrong in his case, right? Yeah. Um, that an MMA fighter can't ha- handle their own in the boxing. See, ring. but we, to me on that, man, Tyson Fury, to me, his his boxing legacy has been tainted. You think so? Yeah. I think so. With if you've watched the fights with Wilder, he it looked like clearly cheated on at least one of them, where the gloves. That's what you look at the the film mm-hmm. and slow. There's no way your your fist or your glove bends that bad. Uh, so if you look at the film, he cheated. Mm-hmm. And then on the other ones, man, that that last fight they won, he was clearly out more than eight seconds and they let him it was almost like 20 seconds 23 to be exact exactly. when they did it 23 to, to seconds when he got up. so they let him clear yeah. his head and come back yeah, yeah. i'm like dude yeah. come on they, so i they think consistently do that for him for him for yeah him, yeah and so i think his to me in my opinion man, his record is tarnished to me he, i think wilder had him at least two out of three fights he fought yeah I yeah very yeah, yeah i agree with that too do you have any other news i do not 
All right. Well, that wraps things up for our boxing segment for this week. And now on to our MMA recap, where we have a UFC 296 live from Las Vegas, Nevada, this past Saturday, December 16th, recapping Patty Pimlet versus Tony Ferguson in a lightweight division clash. Did, did Patty Pimblett look a lot bigger in this fight? He did look bigger, but the thing is that he also comes. He he use he's what's that? He carries what's that? There's a word for it, but he walks around a heavy heavy right, guy, right? And he loses a lot of weight, like to overweight. Me. Yeah, like he's like overweight. They but, call him Fatty Pimblett sometimes. Well, yeah, and I've seen Fatty <laughs> Pimblett, yeah. and and he's got a belly, but he didn't have a belly in this. He just looked like just, he had more mass. Oh, time. but he's getting older too. So yeah. I mean, that's yeah, another thing. He's getting yeah. older, you're getting that that man physique, I guess. Um, Tony Ferguson, what do you think about him as coming in? Did you see him before and, you know, how he's carrying himself? He looked really positive, started training with David Goggins, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's supposedly probably the baddest man on earth, right, David Goggins? Yeah. And going through, like, a SEAL team um, training, something like that, and he's the only man that ever passed the SEAL team training, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Um, I mean – Unfortunately, all that is great, but it doesn't equate to fighting in the octagon. Did you hear what Joe Rogan I'm said? Just saying. Whenever this what? was on, he's like, "Okay, yeah, he did all that, but did he work on any techniques? Did That's he work right. on on grappling? Did he work on MMA?" It's like, did he need all that stuff? No, because he, he he's always been he's known always for cardio been, for yeah, his heart. Always, cardio. And did he known. know? Did he need more of it? No, and I don't think so. And of course, he never ran out of gas. No, never ran. This whole match, he didn't run. No, even though it was three rounds. He never ran out of gas. But you could tell that Patty Pimlet was just a step above him. And step faster. A faster, yeah. And and basically did what he wanted. I mean, if he wanted to strike with him, he struck. If he wanted to get on the ground and, and do some ground game, Patty Pimlet was on point the whole match, in my opinion. And I think maybe towards the end of the last round, Patty Pimlet was gassing out um, yeah. where uh, Ferguson maybe landed a couple of things. But in the end, I mean, I didn't see anything from Tony Ferguson that – Leads me to think that he's back on track. But then there's nothing that says, well, you know, I think he should retire. I think he should retire, but I don't think there's anything there that says, man, that's the reason why he should retire. I don't know if Tony Ferguson looked worse. I just feel like Patty was determined. Mm -hmm. He looked chiseled. He looked ready for this fight. He wanted to give the naysayers who thought that he lost the last one against Jared Gordon. Gordon. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm here to stay in this division. I'm really that good, and I think he proved it tonight against a Tony Ferguson of old. I mean, this is not our our our. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, our old Tony Ferguson. This is yeah a uh, ready to retire. In my opinion, he yeah, should be the, retiring. Yeah, on the end of his career. Yes, type of Tony yeah. Ferguson. What do you think, Chino, about Tony Ferguson's performance? He he did good. Like I said, he didn't guess out. But man, I think at the end of it, he should have just give, put up the gloves. And I think so too. I think he, we should have given him his roses. Yes. That night, right? Yes. Just I, I mean, I hate to see that because man, he was an awesome fighter up to uh, when he fought Justin Gaethje. That's who'd expose him. That yeah. his first fight loss, and man, I just I hate to see it like that because man, I've seen greatness from him. There are a couple fighters in my UFC of thirty years of watching it that I only a couple and I can't, I can't name them that I prayed that they would put their gloves down and be dumb because I was just tired of seeing them. Chuck Liddell's a good example. He was just fighting way beyond what he should. Yeah, past his prom. And I was begging in my head, please, Tony, after this fight, win, lose, or draw, set those gloves down. You don't need to keep fighting. No, he doesn't. We, we respect you. 
There's nothing left. Easy. Did you catch uh, any of the UFC this week, past weekend? I did not know. No, but no. do you? Are you familiar with uh, Tony Ferguson? Neither one. No. That's fine. That's yeah, okay. I'm sorry. You're good. I'm just gonna sit here and just waste space. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, buddy. Waste some air. No, um, but yeah, Tony Ferguson is probably one of the. I mean, especially him being Mexican American, right? That's one of the things that I saw for me that was stood out was he represented, you know, Mexican American, the heritage or whatever. And um, but to see him go out like this, this is just. This is not fun for me. It's not. And comparable to BJ Penn, right? Yes. BJ Penn had it like a six fight. I think they're tied for the longest losing streaks in UFC history. And what, I mean, Dana White said it. He's he's like, I'm not going to ask him to retire. That's his choice. Is that what Dana White said? Because I don't know what his stance is right now. I think, yeah, in the press conferences, he's like, I can't make him retire, you know, but I would like to see him retire. But I can't make him retire. I know, but you can't. But then don't book him, right? Don't book him exactly. Yeah, so that's the other thing. But now, is he still a, a, a? Is he still somebody that a gatekeeper that you know the up and coming can fight? I think he could. Right? I think he could fight against someone lower division. You know, we're two years in, almost going on three years of, and we talk about gatekeepers. We need to start defining what our gatekeeper is because I'll, I'll tell you, Stephen Thompson. Kind of, in my opinion, is a gatekeeper. Yeah, you're I don't right. know if Tony is you is a gatekeeper anymore. If we put, he's on that fringe. If we gauge you know? a Stephen Thompson esque person, yeah. then no, I don't think I don't think yeah. he is. Um, you, if you're a gatekeeper, you need to be 50-50, right? You win half yeah. of him, you lose half of him, right? right, right. Because you don't Contention. just let everybody in. Right now, Tony has left seven people in. Right, he's lost seven. But he's not, but not he, necessarily he, gatekeeper. I I know, but I I, I but, know that he's fought some people that yeah. don't need to be gatekeeper. But I'm just saying in general, you're gonna have to win some. I know, but, but you look at who he's lost to. He hasn't yeah. lost to any chumps. No, what no, I mean right. by gatekeeper is, man, he needs to be in prelims. Yeah, all the up and comers that yeah. he may make. Clay first Guida, fight. Clay Guida guy, but he, Clay Guida wins and loses. That's wins right. And he's loses, a gatekeeper. Wins. That's a gatekeeper. Whereas Ferguson, again, and I, and, I, and I laughed because you're right. The definition, literally, a gatekeeper is someone that lets a person in or pass or don't let them pass. Yeah. And you Tony, don't let everybody in. That's Tony my point. Says, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's exactly great analogy saying that the, literally the gatekeeper does inspects, right? Make sure you belong. Right. Yep. And everyone's been going through. But, again, he hasn't fought just any regular person. And here's what I hate about this conversation that we're having. I love Tony Ferguson. I don't want to say this about him, but it's the truth. The The reality is that the, the numbers don't lie. He is seven-fight losing streak, and he's probably going to be eight. I don't want to see eight, but, yep, it's going to happen. Five. Maybe. Hopefully, no, I don't want to see nine. This is, what, this is what a lot of people may be predicting right now. We'll probably see him in bare knuckle. I think so, too. He may be good in it. I mean, I don't know. Okay, uh, Tony Ferguson versus um, Mike Platinum Perry. He's losing. Ferguson's losing. Yes. Perry's a crazy he, beast. Though. He's a beast. He loves but that. But here's the thing about bare knuckle versus UFC. UFC, we've evolved a lot more. Mm-hmm. Bare knuckle's kind of still in infancy. Still, okay. yeah. yeah, and and Tony Ferguson's hands are deadly. They can't kick him, right? Yeah. So he's not going to get a Michael Chandler to the face, right? <laughs> he's not going to get taken down like he did this weekend for Pimblet. He Maybe may so. be successful be, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that brings us to our co-main event of the evening, Um Alexandra Pantoja versus Brandon Royval in a flyweight championship clash. The new champ came out firing, did he not? He sure did. I mean, just came out, rushed him. Um, just, I mean, he's on a different level than Brandon Royval, I believe. He he absolutely was. I mean, whatever game plan he was wanting to do, he's trying to find the range, 
early on, strikes and kicks. But then when he wanted to take Ravel to the ground and do some groundwork, he was just dominant on the floor. On I, the was, I was worried that he was going to gas out first round yeah. because he just kept on pushing, pushing, pushing. Like literally as soon as the bell, first bell rang, he rushed him and just kept on the pace. Yeah, absolutely. But he's been known for that too, yeah. him and, and Brandon. Brandon Morano. Uh, yeah, that he, he keeps that pressure on you, man. That's why, man, he, he kept that pressure on Brandon Moreno, and he kept it on this time. Pantoja looked really good yes. to the to to the fact that or to the point that he all the judges found it 40 45 50 45 50 45 and 49 46 essentially winning every single round. He did. He he yeah. absolutely won won every round. Royval did good, right? He he stood up to him. He he yep. weathered the storm, but he just wasn't to that point right now. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, we do have the main event of the evening: Leon Edwards versus Colby Cummington in a welterweight division clash for the championship. Here's my thing: if you're gonna talk a bunch of shit to the champ, and about pardon his dad. my pardon my French, then you better back it up. And guess what? He didn't back it up. Not I, even close. I, I don't even know what his game plan was, man. Well, no, what I have was no idea. I don't yeah. know. He didn't it, look like he because he technically his game plan would have been take him down, right? Yeah. Take use my wrestling skills against. And that's what everyone allots him for, right? He's like, this is the wrestler. He's world champion, world class wrestler. He comes in, his cardio's unbeatable. He's a cardio king. Yeah, cardio. but it was nowhere to be found in this fight. Nothing. Nothing. I don't. I don't understand. Leon what happened. Edwards had his way throughout the whole night with Colby Cummington. Cummington, even even to the point where Leon Edwards took him down, try to try to wrestle him to the ground, also try to get him at his own game. I almost felt like Edwards was using his hands going, come on, let's fight, because yeah. Kobe wasn't fighting. Edwards wasn't really throwing volume. He didn't need to, and when he did, he, he was accurate. And he That's was piecing he him up. He was piecing through his yeah, landing him in shot. Yep. Man, he destroyed that leg of his. Man, that right oh, leg. That, oh. oh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. He, and that's all he had to do, really. Yep. And, and the only round that I might give Kobe was the last round. The last round, Because yeah. he had him down. He almost had him in a hold, and... Could, a little hey, bit. He could. He had him in danger. He I, did I mean, have him in danger. I think there was one time he could have got um some uh, like a triangle choke. Yes, in, in that. But um, other than that, I mean, Colby Cummington. I mean, I think Dana White put it best. He just looked old and slow. He looked old and slow. And you know what the the scary part about it is that the UFC just signed him to a three fight extension. So now what are they going to do? But with him? Uh, is he just like a favorite for Dana? Because man, this is his third time trying at that belt. I th- I think that he's a favorite of Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's is favorable in Dana. I, I don't I don't doubt that either. I, I mean, I'll take that. I, with I, him. Let's call a spade a spade because uh, Covington was you know out there handshaking Donald Trump, and you know every time Donald Trump comes out with Dana White, Dana White is just smiling. Yep. It, Look, we all well, know there's look, there can be favoritisms. That's yeah. just what Colby Cummington plays the game, right? Yeah, and, and play the game. He plays it what we wanted. There's viewers that probably don't even know anything about MMA, but know that Colby Cummington right. is a big talk, a shit talker, right? Right, right. And so he brings names to the to the. He pay-per-view. brings pay per view money. Yeah, and right? I think that's 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 ultimately trumps everything. I mean, it, at the end of the day, UFC is a business, guys. Yeah. So you know, we love the fighting, but it, but they, they need to make money too. That's that's where Conor yeah. McGregor would yep. bring yeah. in money too with him. And again, Leon Edwards does defend his title by a unanimous unanimous decision win: forty nine, forty six, forty nine, forty six, and forty nine, forty six. So almost every single round. But I'm sure the fifth round was uh, one that. That Colby Covington won. Could what do you think's next for Leon Edwards? 
Well, I think he gets to close the chapter in the Covington uh, fight with a win, so I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. I believe who should be next is going to be Bali Muhammad. I think Bali Muhammad would be a good one. Um, another guy that we didn't talk about here is that probably sh- may get into contention is Shavkat Rachmanov, who beat Stephen Thompson. He looked great. And he's been looking great for the he, past few fights. 17-0 yeah. with 17 uh, th- uh, finishes. First first round knockout, I think, yep. was this? Or no, submission. submission, right? Submission. What's, naked what's impressive is that anybody that fights Stephen Wonderboy, he stands in a karate stance, and every opponent always goes, it's tough to figure him out. I can't mm-hmm. figure out that foot, let alone take him down. Stephen Wonderboy's never been submitted in his career, and Rachmaninoff finishes Took that job. Out. Yeah, so I think Rachmaninoff should... If, you think okay, he should jump? No, no, I, I, I don't no. think he should jump yeah. Bilal Muhammad. Muhammad's been waiting patiently yeah, for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if Bilal can, cannot make it, I think Shabkat Rachmaninoff is. So, Edwards, Muhammad, who do you like in that? Who do you guys like that? I don't know. I, I like Muhammad. I like Muhammad, too. I, like I, I, I just don't think Edwards no? is that good of a, of a fighter, man. I think he got lucky. I mean, we're one big Muhammad. kick away from him not even probably being... Uh, a, a title contender at all. Yeah. Well, let me tell you guys this. We said this about Sterling for the longest time. We finally had to give him some respect, right? <laughs> right yeah. We said, ah, oh, he ain't worth it. And every time he beats somebody, we finally gave him respect. I think we're going to give Edwards the no, respect. No, I never that. gave Aljo no respect. Because, look, he just got ass beat by a fucking color hair boy. <laughs> by Sean O'Malley? <laughs> yes. Can't think of his name. <laughs> but, you know, I just yeah. never thought Aljo was that good of a fighter. I think he lost that second fight against Peter Yawn. Okay, he lost that when he shouldn't have been champion, and then when he lost, I was like, "There you go. That's like that's that's the true fighter right there." Because I don't think he was that great of a fighter. So, so I don't you, think Edwards Edwards got almost got knocked the fuck out with uh, Diaz. Mm-hmm. So he then Kamara Usman, you I, think is better than Edwards at this? point? I think still. so too. Okay, I think so too. Okay. I think uh, uh, Usman would have won that last fight he fought if it would have been a five round fight, but he wanted a three round fight because uh, he had gone up up in weight. I think it was. Yeah. So, but other than that, I think he still could come back, and I think he beat Edwards. Know this though that I have always been on the Edwards chain since we started this thing, and he's never gotten a shot. He finally got a shot, so I'm kind of in the Edwards, you know, camp. But I see your point because you're right. If it wasn't for that kick, I, I think he was losing. Would he, 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 he was, was losing. It. He was getting trained. And he was losing the Nick Diaz too. You're yes. absolutely right. Well, towards the, the end, Nate, Nate Diaz, Diaz right? Yeah. yeah, Diaz got him. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think is next for Colby Covington? What do we have? Uh, he's like you just said. He's got three more fights probably extended on his contract. Yeah. So I wrote my notes before I even found out he had a, an extension. But he's thirty-five years old now. I don't believe he's focused. I don't think his heart is into it. I don't think his head is into it. I think only he's looking for a paycheck. He that's he, a, he that's fought. What I think. He fought like Masvidal's last fight when he that's retired. Right. He said, "Man, my head's not anymore. That's right. My, the love for it wasn't anymore." So I think that's where I think that's where Covington is. Why yeah. do you take two years off to fight? That's right. That's right. You can't do that unless you're McGregor. Yeah. Well, um, you know, probably the biggest winner of this UFC pay per view, I guess. You know who it was? Tenacious D, who walked out with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, I saw him. Did you see that? I totally saw him. That was yes, kind of cool, yes, right? That was Who's cool. Tenacious D, um, Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black. okay, okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's his song, the uh, Wonderboy song. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. All no, right, who won that? Who, who won? Uh, Sean Strickland versus D- Duplay C. Sean Strickland won. Oh. Do you win when you get thrown out of the <laughs> arena? 
That's the so random, but that's so Sean Strickland, right? It, I don't like Sean it's Strickland. It's so either. it's so Sean Strickland, right? And them two are probably the real winners because now we're yeah, gonna now we have now to we're pay, gonna have to watch a pay per view. Yeah. Now we have to buy it. the person that loses in that in that whole setup is whoever decided to give them both seats five feet from each other, which was Dana Dude, White. What the hell are you and doing? He, he blamed us. Did you not hear? He said, no, who, I did not. Who's that fucking idiot? Who's that, that asshole that did that? that oh, he did it. Yeah, yeah he said he I did that. It's all about the money, though, right? The funniest thing is like <laughs> he's. T- I think uh, it was a. Uh, uh, Oh, what's it? Gilbert Burns' kids. His wife was right there. Oh, I saw that. Move over, please. And boom, jumps over (laughs) and he fights uh, with Duplessis. But it was just the the thought of, what a nice guy, you know, just to say, hey, kids, why don't you move up? Move over for a little bit, just a little bit. Here's the thing. That's out of character for Strickland to do that, yeah. but it's so in character yeah. for Strickland to, to jump in the stands and, and try to beat his opponent. And he's up. surrounded by other MMA fighters. Oh, Brandon yeah. Moreno was right next to him. Oh, yeah. Right there. Uh, Chuck Liddell was there. I mean, there there was so many people all around GSP him. Was GSP was there. GSP was right there in the middle of it. I uh, know. It's crazy. But, yeah, I think, I think ultimately, even though they weren't on the card, they managed to be on the card. They did, didn't they? And managed to promote their, um, their fight. fight. In January, yeah. In January. Yeah, absolutely. But how do you, how do you like Strickland as a champion? I don't like him as a champion, but you know he's a champion. Why don't you like him as a champion? I just you know sometimes when you think of your champion, you want somebody that's going to carry him themselves a little bit better. And I don't think this is the, the way he carried himself, especially this past week. See, I don't, I don't. The, okay, see, you don't a, like the way he carried him, Daniel. No. Why don't you like? I just him? don't think he was a good fighter. He got his ass knocked By out. Pieta. Yeah, he got not knocked out. Most Yo, people did, do though. The, the, by Piera. Most people get their ass beat by Piera. Well, I get that, but to me the way he won it, don't get me wrong, I think it, it's like Izzy said, man, he was the one of the most active fighters. He's like, man, I'm just I was just tired. I was just beat. Yeah. Cuz he, he was fighting like two or three times a year and I'm like, Jesus. Oh, Christ. I respect Sterling as a champion. Of Strickland. Course. Oh, yeah, uh, Strickland as a champion because he that phone rings, he's there. He's he's no nonsense. He will answer the phone call to say, "Will you come up and fight this guy?" Yeah. Yes, I will. I'll give him that, but I just don't. I mean, I just don't see him as a true like. He's he reminds me of uh, is he Leon Chris, Edwards of that division? He, he reminds me of uh, Chris Weidman when he beat Anderson Silva. That's right. You're like, man, okay, Anderson Silva was fooling around. You knocked him out, okay. Yeah. But he, broke his leg. But was he really a good? Fighter, no, because everybody came come through him. Everybody beat his ass. He was like a one one fight yeah. champ. And you're like, Ugh. okay, so you both don't respect him. Give I don't me, like him as a champ. Okay, no. give me another champion that you do respect in the UFC. G- give me one. Goes yes, I respect that guy. That John Jones. John Jones. Yes. Okay, Daniel. Um, let's see. Uh, um, who's uh, Pantoja? Pantoja looks is a great champion. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't. Nobody else that's top of. You mean like past champions? No, I'm just saying in right general, now. of our current champions, you guys have definitely expressed that. I don't like really Strickland. Edwards may be debatable as far as a, a true champion yeah, Edwards. that you respect and go, oh, yeah. But I respect Edwards because he carries himself well, sure, right? Sure. Now, he's on the opposite of that Strickland thing. Of like, course. Um, can he fight? I mean, it's debatable. debatable. Um, we all know Strickland can fight, right? That he's there. Now, can, is he a championship material? Well, he is champion now, but... Was it a lucky kind of thing like Leon Edwards was? You know what I mean? Yeah, and what I'm saying is there another current champion that has that, carries himself well, respect, and can give it all in the octagon that you know that that yes. guy's going to defend well. Who Sean is that O'Malley. Guy? Oh, God. 
I'm telling you, it's John Jones, man. He's the GOAT. You think so? He's the greatest champion of all time. But even character-wise? Yes. Mm. What has he shown that he's, he's picked today? Like, if, if I'm right, I'm not saying he's not my top, probably top three current, but he's definitely not my top one. I think Alexander the Great, I think he... Volkanovski. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I you know think what? he yeah, you're right. is That's total, the epitome. Totally uh, respect him. Yeah. And... I'll be honest with you, Islam Makhachev, you can't argue the fact that he's pretty humble when it comes to his championship, too. He's not running around calling people out. And I and get that, that, but, nature. man, it's the same thing. I think he lost against Volk. I do, too. Okay, the second or time, I do too. the first one, yeah. I'll give you the draw. The second one, okay, so he really beat him. Yeah. I'll give him that. Right. Knocked him out. Or, but that first one. This, that first yeah. one could have gone yeah. either way. Yeah. yeah. But, man, I just... I don't know, man. I, it's just like when everybody considers, or a lot of people consider... Uh, What's his name? Yeah. They claim to be the GOAT. I'm like, dude, who did he fight? He didn't fight nobody. He almost lost to, yeah. uh, what's his name? One of these no-namers. Uh, uh, yeah, Quinta? Yeah, I, Quinta. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Short dude, notice. Short notice, and he couldn't take him out. You should have. He should have pummeled him, this dude. And that's where, I mean, we're, we're, a gatekeeper, that's why, I mean, you put him to somebody that's a no-namer, but he showed up for the fight, and he couldn't take him out. So I don't... I don't consider Khabib as a, a goat. I consider John Jones as the goat. Right, man. He nobody's beat him. Nobody in there has beat him on that. Yeah, you're right. There's some questionable ones, you know. That uh, the Reyes. Yeah, Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes took him to the, the end. Uh, uh, what's his name? Gustafsson. That one of the epic fights. He's oh, had he did. Him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do we have any other fights on this card? I know that there are some other exciting ones we didn't even. Uh, yeah, I mean, because we went to that uh, Shapkat Rachmanov who gets the win in the welterweight division. Also on the main card, we have Josh Emmett versus uh, the short um, short notice Bryce Mitchell. Did you catch that one? I caught enough where, they, where a never-before-happened Dana White gets into the ring concerned yeah. about what happened to Bryce Mitchell. Josh Emmett unloaded on Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell went into convulsions. I don't think I've ever seen a straighter punch to the nose and the eye area than what I saw. It was devastating. It was. I mean, it was good thing he's good. He he you know, quote unquote good, right? Yes. Bryce Mitchell got up and yeah. started to say, what happened? What happened? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but man, that was a devastating uh knockout. To for, open the card. To open the card for Josh Hammond. Oh, I, I missed that fight though. Yeah. Um let's see. Do you know who the fight of the night was? It wasn't on the main card. Oh wow. Well, I saw the preliminary too, and I'm going to tell you that girl fight was amazing. Yeah, Irina Aldana versus Carol Rosa. Uh, Carol Rosa um, was fighter of the night. Yeah, and they showed a picture of them at the hospital afterwards. Together, right? And they were beat up. Yeah, Irina Aldana does win that women's bantamweight clash. Performances of the night we have um, Josh Emmett, okay, Ariana Lipsky, and Shamil Gassiev. Um, they all win fifty thousand dollars. I thought Rachmanov should get that. I know, right? I know. I, there was so many others, but so know. what bar did we all end up? How good was this? I, I would like to say a, a good solid nine. I think a solid nine too. For this, I think this that main card. card. Yeah. What'd you think? No, man, more of a six to seven. Dang. Six to seven. So yes. what brought it down so much? Man, for the you? Kobe Covington fight. I so expected that one so, fight. The fight dropped it. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. You don't you don't get great on a curve for nothing. Huh? No, I do not. No chances at all. Well, and, and you I know, mean, for, so much hype, like you said, man. They were fighting in the, in the when they were doing right? the the yeah. whatever meetings. Yeah, man, they were about to throw down there. Man, I expected a all out brawl, and then when I saw him running, I'm like, you got to be shitting me, right? <laughs> 
Look, like, if you're doing percentages per fight, the main one should be 50% of your total analysis, right? And right. it really failed miserably. Yes, it, miserably, man. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah. I'm like, I wasted 25 minutes of my life for this. <laughs> I'm never getting it back. Yeah. Well, well you know, our next um, card does not happen for another, what, two or three weeks? January 13th is the yeah. next time we come out here. About three weeks, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. So um, there's no preview for this week. Um, but now on to um, MMA news and notes. 2023 MMA News Awards, Alexa Grasso wins Female Fighter of the Year. One woman broke through the uh, broke through in a big way this year, and on December 18th, they were releasing their top picks of their year-end categories. And to get the ball rolling, they did the Female Fighter of the Year. And they determined that the women were among the UFC, Bellator, PFL, and one championship rosters. So, is there any other women fighters that you believe should have won or should have been in contention or um, is there anybody that not nobody that stands out i mean uh that adana aldana she she did so i mean le- of course left it till the last fight of the of year. the of the year um she did good um what do you think about chris cyborg Chris she, Cyborg, I don't think she doesn't get enough promotion from her wherever she's at. I think she's camp. PFL. She's B, uh, She's the Bellator featherweight champion. Yeah, and then Bellator got sold, and so PFL, yeah. you know to the PFL. So I don't think there's, I don't think she's in the right spot to okay. be notif- noticed. What Do you think she'll come back to UFC? No, or, I don't or think the, there's a I division for her at all. Yeah, like, well, who's the champ now? After I, I don't think they, they've even done anything for that division. Oh, okay, no. Tatiana Soros, the strawweight contender. Oh, she's Warden. not even with the UFC no more. No? Oh, SWAT is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. 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 Amanda Nunes, she just got done retiring. Um, I think I think I'm ready to part, pass the okay. torch for that. Zhang Wei Li. Yeah. Yes. I like Zhang Wei Li. Should she been better than no, Grasso? Because Grasso just came out of nowhere and took out um uh, uh the bellow. Yeah, the bullet. Aaron Blanchfield. Mm, not right mm, now, no? but she's next year is her year. Her year's coming, isn't it? Yep. So congratulations to Alexa Grasso. Do you have any other news? I do not. All right. Well, that wraps things up for our MMA segment for this week. Now on to our Pick'em League. So uh, I went 2-1 and one in MMA last week. I went 1-1, and I have a total of 18 Daniel, you went three and zero in MMA, two and zero in boxing, and you have a total wins of seventeen now. So yeah. you're one behind me. All right, you have caught up. Caught up. You have caught up. For our players, we have Lynn sitting at twelve. Daniel, Dan, Shane are sitting at seventeen. Dom and Allen are sitting at eighteen. Omar twenty, Everett twenty one, and our current champion Loretta is sitting at twenty two. Damn. All right. Well, thank you to everyone that participates in our Pick'em League. Be sure to check us out this week. We do have uh, three big matches this um, for the boxing event to pick from. And as always, check out our social media, Facebook or Instagram, for any late-breaking combat sports news. Mr. Chino, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm, thank you, thank you. EZ, thank you for joining us. Appreciate that very much. Yes. Hey, yeah, thank whatever you for I can invite. do waste space, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah, be sure to check them out along with me with the Back of the House podcast. Uh, if you haven't checked us out, we're just three good friends. Mr. Kirk is always on our show all the time, too. So if you, you, you enjoy listening to Mr. Kirk, too, then uh, you know, 
be sure to check him out on the Back of the House podcast. Well, that wraps things up for us this week. Um, thank you to everyone that continues to listen to our show. We hope to be back next week with the recap of this week's fights and predictions. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My name is Daniel. And I'm Alan. Have a great week, everyone. Keep your hands up. And happy fighting. We'll see you all next week.